Well, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to SaaS Marketing Makeover. This is Garrett Mergu, your host today. And I am excited to be joined by the king of LinkedIn Live, um, Sam Crum. I've been on his show before. Exceptionally bright uh, co-founder at Terminus. Uh, and excited to hear your takes. Man, so pumped about this. Like, this is really cool because as, as I said, I'm always on the other side. So now I'm seeing what happens behind the scenes. And this is so much higher production quality than what I do. So this is another reason why I love it. I'm like, I'm taking notes as we go through this. Oh, well, hey, if we could maybe each learn something, that would be cool. I think for us, um, we're in that, like, we got to earn the audience. There's so much content out there that we're trying to put together the best show we can. Now, with that in mind, for everyone watching, I've never seen who was going to be. Sangram doesn't know. So Ryan, our producer... Can you pull up the wheel so we can see who we're going to be auditing today? Oof. All right. I'm okay. Divi, 360 Learning, SCM Rush, Sprout Social. Sprout Social. All right. Do you know who Sprout Social is, Singer? A little bit, not not as much, yeah. but so so maybe if you know it, like give me a give me an overview. Yeah. So from what I know, um, just from being in the space, you've got Buffer, you've got Hootsuite. And then you got Sprout Social. I think those are kind of the three players. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to share my screen, and we're going to start walking through this process and uh, do the research. Yeah. So one of my favorite things to do is to go to G2 and figure out what the three-star reviews are saying, just so we get a little bit of idea of like what the industry is saying about their product. Um, and I think it gives us a little insights as we go from here. So why do you say three star uh, specifically? I, I think there's a story there. You didn't say five star. You didn't say two star. You said three. Yeah. So one of the reasons I like three stars is there are people who are kind of on the edge. There are people who I feel like are true users and want to like it, but there's something missing. Does that kind of make sense? Like yeah, yeah. two stars are kind of like haters, but they're trying to be nice. <laughs> Four stars are like, you know, the skeptics in your life that can never give anything five stars, even if they loved it. And I feel like the three stars are those people right in the middle. And what I love to do even from here is um, the what problem are you solving? So mm -hmm. I think this information to me helps us really understand it as a marketing team. What's the moment of problem exposure? So when does our ideal customer persona have a problem and do they search online and our product is that solution and i think when we can create that discoverability in that moment it's a special time does that kind of make sense totally totally i love that and so she's saying help organize content and social concepts more easily so she's going with organization right that's her value prop is organization yeah i also see like somebody saying well you know what they like um is this idea of everything is social because there's so much noise like for somebody to be in social media today they have like 50 million accounts and then they're yep. actually also helping somebody else's 50 million accounts so uh, i can yep. see see the value prop right there in the dashboard you see it right manage all clients one dashboard um so it sounds like a lot of agencies yeah. are probably gonna love are loving this because they gotta they gotta do this. Schedule, find content. I see this as multiple social postings at once. Okay, so we're starting to get an idea of it. Now we have this in our brain, 
but neither of us has seen their website yet. So let's see if that from the start is what they're communicating. You know what I'm saying? So build and grow. So they're treating this as a, uh, if you just managed one account, we'd still be better in my mind, right? Is kind of what they're saying. Yeah. You know, as soon as I see that, I think what jumps out, if I were to change something, I would say, all in one social media management, what they have in the sub is actually the one that I would have put up there because that seems to be the pain and the benefit for a lot of a lot of the yeah. people. I, so check this out. Let's just see if we like that concept together, right? Yeah. So we're gonna have a little fun. Oh, you can change the side live. I love this. Right. Oh. So we're gonna have a little fun here and say, based on our research, we're gonna dive into this value prop and say, all-in-one social media management platform built for connection. Yeah. And then I hate, with a d- absolute passion, fluffy value props like built for connection. Yeah. Like nobody in their might mind is like, yes, please, I wanna be so much more connected, right? No, I love, I, and less is more, man. I think one of the things that I'm learning a lot, and you'd look at like, uh, websites or email newsletters like Morning Brew or the, the yep. Skin or like go back to the Ogilvy days of content marketing. Less is more. Yep. Break the words. Talk as if you are a person, not like connect. Okay, I don't even know actually what a connection means because that itself yeah. the spammy LinkedIn connection that I get, or is it a real healthy or my wife? Like, what is a connection? Yep. So I'm glad. Like, make it simple. hundred percent. So we changed to the all-in-one social media management platform built for those who have too much. Yeah. You're now not niched automatically to agencies or in-house. So you're still persona agnostic yet value prop centric. So we got a nice little headline that we're playing with. Now they are obviously going for product led signups. Okay. They're not pushing demo. They're pushing product led signups. So when I'm doing an audit for somebody who wants product driven growth, I go to pricing to figure out if their funnel acknowledges the way consumers buy, right? And so in your mind, and you're way better at this than me, Sangram, because you're on the other side, man. What what do you think about this pricing page? Well, I mean, this is, they're doing some of the things that I've seen work a million times, which is no more than three options, which is super important. uh, And highlighting the one that they feel like the people need to get to it. So I think, in this case, it feels like they, they got a A plus on, on making the right thing stand out. Now, what I don't see uh, maybe highlighted enough here, uh, maybe they, they have like 10 social profiles, everything standard plus, competitive reports, incoming. So I feel like they, they, have, they have most of what I would look for is to say, you know what, I'm gonna give this a shot. Okay. Now I have a, I have a question for you that I'm curious on because I actually don't know this. When you do pricing and tables in the software world, what's your take on making it non-linear in the sense that I can't easily understand the difference and then professional has more features for less money than advanced in theory. Is this because they just know that advanced doesn't drive sales initially and they got to grow it? Like what's your thought on this approach? where they're making professional better than advanced. 
Yeah, I mean, it, this is what, it, so for the most part, what I've seen work, even at Pardot and, you know, at yeah. Salesforce days to like tournaments days is like, look, most people are really, you have two options. One is for the one who just wants to give it a shot, the skeptic, as you said, and the one who's like, all right, I want everything, like everything and more, like the one that is early adapter and wants to just rule the world. And what happens more than or not, that it becomes more of a pricing conversation to think about, where do I start, do I trust? them and yep. the trust is not set up enough yet so the three tier the reason the center works is like you know what i, I like this but i don't fully trust this so i'm yep. not going to go with standard but i'm not going to even go and give my you know mother's maiden name to them and and get advanced i'm gonna start professional and it makes me feel smart so it's the idea with that is make your customers feel like they got a deal i like that now i also noticed something interesting Given also, you know, I know you guys acquired a chat company. What's your take on chat on pricing pages? Because for me, not having a really prevalent chat that pops and engages me is a gap. What's your take on that? Uh, mic drop, 100%. 100%. I think this, this is where people actually make the mistakes. And now you're adding layers to it. So one, they yep. went on free trial, which, which is in a way saying that, okay, you know, I want people to just get in. Like, I don't want to go to the sales process. But then if somebody has a question, you're not really helping them. So it's, it's almost like, oh, yeah, one right. Like here, how about this? How about we play a little game here? Right? Instead of request a demo, which creates friction, yeah. chat with a human now. Yeah. So to me, right, this is frictionless and still coincides with the value prop I'm pushing without just detracting to a like a, a value prop with psychological friction like demo does that make sense i love it I, I totally would see a chat box pop up after like so now we have spent about a minute or more on this at this point if there's no chat box saying that wait a minute clearly garrett and sangram are spending or somebody's spending some time on this website yeah. now there's nothing coming up there's nothing making me take action at this point yep no i, I love what you're saying now what I found is a lot of people do okay here, and this is where it breaks. So let's see. <laughs> yeah, what we got going there, right? Okay, so now we're going to app. So now we're going to have to do cross-domain tracking, which is a nightmare, but that's okay. So we're now here. Start your free 30-day trial, no credit card required. I mean, this is pretty smooth. Now, yeah. I have one thing I found, and I'm not the SaaS guy necessarily from the inside, but I did launch a couple of my own SaaS products so I could provide and be a better consultant. And I came up with this concept called the one question. Mm -hmm. I wanna hear your take on this. And so what I believe is anytime you get a sign up, you wanna make it as frictionless as possible, but you need to ask one question. So what I mean by that is for our learning management product, we sell a product called Institute, it's $99 a month. Hmm. We, my team and I were pumping trials like crazy, doing really well but we were struggling to get them to activate, right? To actually sign up. And so what we did is we started asking one question. It would say, what is your role? And with that question, I could put them in custom workflows and follow-up sequences that completely changed my activation rate. I went from a 2% activation rate to a 14% activation rate overnight. So what this looked like, it said, what's your role? And if it said student, the first email would go, finally, the course you never got in college, right? If you were an owner, it would be like, hallelujah, want to know what your agency's really doing, right? Like it, it spoke to that value prop. What's your take on that idea? Oh man, so now this is where 
you're changing the equation for the experience that they're about to get. Now you're creating a memorable moment that is not and in a, in a scalable way. That is something that people won't even think like a lot of people say, well, marketing is, you know, run to do all these conversions. Let me just change the color on the things. But actually what you just said and did is the real marketing. You're giving the emotional thing. It's like a student feeling like, oh, this is the class I never took. That kid is going to laugh. That kid is going to smile. And that kid is going to have the emotional connection with the brand that no other email would have ever done with it. So I love that. I wish more. I'm taking note on it. I'm going to do this. It's <laughs> good. Well, yeah, because I wanted to say, like, okay, if I asked one question, what would that do to my conversion rate? We saw no real nominal decrease on initial form fill. And then we saw drastic activation. So it's kind of fun. Now, with that in mind, you, I'm sure, have optimized much more on these types of moments what's your take on the need right the like for you know in your space you've got sales marketing and you know those kind of personas what's your take on are they missing something here on this kind of self-identification uh like use case type approach yeah you know what i love the couple of things i love and a couple of things i would probably do in here one i love that they're not saying case studies right because everybody knows they're fake like nobody believes in <laughs> fake. Like, you know, you put a person in front of a camera and, and make them up and, and then say, tell good things about us. Like everybody knows they're fake. So I love that they're saying use cases, which is exactly the, the challenge that exactly what you need to be giving. They may still have stories there, but I love that they said use cases. I love that they had a business type. So they are having people take their own uh, you know, wheel of adventure, fortune, whatever you want to call that, and industry. So I love all that. What I see that I've, I've seen work really well is at the end of it where they have all this real estate sitting to the right of that whole yep. area. Um, that's like a wasted space. And there is something that you could do in there. So the few things that I've seen work there is a amazing quote that or a, or, or, or face of a person that humanizes. Because right now I see no people. I see like really, really small font. I see somebody over-optimized the heck out of this page and got everything they possibly could from, from the best. But I don't see any human elements in here. So, so either I would add a human element to that, like this person looks like me or you or something. Maybe I'll put a brand in there. Maybe I'll put a quote in there. Or if nothing else, I might put the most incredible graphic of, of something that I want to have them. Like, here's a free gift from us for you or something like that. that that just gets them engaged and excited because right now I feel it's pretty dry. I love it. So something like this, right? On this right box, I was struggling to manage accounts, optimize my time and report on value. I couldn't imagine life without Sprout Social. Boom, right? Boom. Like that's like, you know what? You just said something that, you know, I was thinking about, but you said it better. So I would, like that part is something that I feel is missing in this right now. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Now your whole world from what I at least see on the outside, is very much right here, right? Like <laughs> chief evangelist, content marketing maverick, like this is your world. W what's your take here? And then let's go a little deeper. So what's your take on kind of the way they're treating a menu? Well, you know, this is, I, I honestly, I would love for people to do research on how many people actually go to these pages. Like, I, I just don't see, I've done audit on our own website and stuff. Uh, people don't go to resources to look for, let me go and download your 50 eBooks that you create. Like no, nobody wakes up in the morning and thinks about that, right? So it's, oh. it's simply- You're the nicest savage. 
I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just all the like. It just nobody goes and say, "I want to find out what events you do so I can cancel my events and come to your events." Like, just nobody does these kind of things. So I think we expect people. And then now you also have webinar and events. Wait a minute, I thought webinars were events. Maybe not. So now <laughs> I'm confused. So. To me, it becomes like, what do you want them to do? And the resources, that word itself is so wrong in many ways, right? Because, you, you know, resources for what? So so I would break down. I, I think every, I would rather have more tabs at the top that says pricing and, and, and something, something, as opposed to trying to just put them in there because I can guarantee that they do not get any or enough clicks on that resources to even make any of this value. What should we change the title to instead of resources? What, what do you think we should call that? Well, I would I would uh, probably put tools because that sounds like well, they have tools over there, which actually would make me excited. If I'm, I'm trying to put all, in a, all these new things that I have to manage into one place. So if you have tools for me, I want to know about that. If, so that's the only part that seems exciting to me. Other than that, the product updates, I, don't, I haven't bought your product. Why would I look for your product updates? Um, blog. I can just go to a blog page. Maybe there's another tab that says a blog. I, I, I understand. Learning portal. I don't even know about it. So I want events, webinars, uh, adapt block. I don't know why. There's a blog and an adapt adapt block. So that's confusing. So 90% of the stuff I think is useless for me. So what if we did something different? I never thought of this before, and this popped in my head. I want to get your take on it because. What if we did something like maximizing your investment? So what if we took a little different approach? So we said maximizing your investment. And then we, instead of having all these hubs, like, so this is a gateway page to a gateway page. Yeah. And instead we took our top three things or four things they have right here on maximizing their investment. And it was all about, because what, what I found in products is, People don't turn from Terminus because of any other reason that they didn't accomplish their ABM goals. And that's usually not because of the product. Does that yeah. kind of make sense? Like yeah. the products didn't fail them. Their ability to execute ABM campaigns that anyone gave a crap about yep. failed them. Right? Uh, yeah. And even, even to, to extend to that point, um, Garrett, I feel it's also that the, the idea that ultimately – Anybody who's going to use this software or any software for that matter, they want to show ROI uh, out of it. Their job depends on it. Their value depends on it. So one of yep. the things somebody is going to probably is, if they're smart enough, they're going to look at Sprout Social and at least one or two other companies, right? If, if they're going to go and try something or look at something, unless it comes highly recommended. That means what I really know, what I need to know, part of the pricing is that where is my ROI calculator? that can yep. tell me that this is a better investment than anything else that I could have done? Or how do I actually get my uh, get get to buy this thing and be able to send almost an automated report? Here, here's what you'd sell or talk about the benefits of this to your boss and sell yep. it to the, your boss or something like that, why you need this. So I would go and find these things, like what are the biggest problems? And that that's all you really need on that one. I love that. I love that. So with that in mind, I have become obsessed with this concept, Sangram, that we have 
a pro like our product solves a problem. Okay. And then there's channels like organic and their moment is to be discoverable in this moment of time where a social media manager has a problem, like how to schedule posts or how to like, like post on two accounts at once, right? They have this problem, they search, they find us, but then the key of content marketing for SaaS, in my opinion, is there's a one-to-one -one connection to onboarding your free trial in that moment. Like who does this the best of anybody I've seen is workable, right? And this is, I got from auditing workable a couple weeks ago and I was blown away. They became the destination for HR managers, right? HR managers at companies with zero to 200 employees, they want to be the destination for information. And so an HR manager gets a job request from a director and they need to build a job description. Well, workable has built more job descriptions than anyone else. And when you go to that job description and you try to use it in real time, you can post it to a job board and immediately get integrated to their product. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen, right? Massive scale product integration. What do you think about that idea? Oh, that that is like, you know, a, a sweet sound to my soul because that is that is just beautiful when you think about the level of productization that is, yeah. There was a, recently I was interviewing Udi, who is the CMO of Gong. Um, yep, as they yep. build Gong is like massively. And I asked them, like, what is your growth strategy? They become a unicorn, a billion dollar, like they raised 200 million, uh, in, you know, investor money. And I'm like, what is your content strategy to become that? And I think it's very similar to what you, you just, but now, and I think this is the part, every company, Jared, I believe they have one thing that they're really good at. And 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 if there's more than one, they're not, they're going to be average. And if they're, they have 10 things they're good at, then they're going to be super unknown commodity because you can never be that. So there's always just one thing that they're good at. So he talked about the fact, just like Workable, they just became good at creating all of this content so that it's easy and that became their content marketing machine. Same thing for Udi and Gong. You know what they did? Because they record all the audio sessions of all of their customers and, and that's how you get to get Gong is you listen to everything, you know who's speaking what and you can train your sales reps and CS reps. They actually every week consistently for last three years, they create data points and like in research database saying that, you know what? Every week on Friday, we're going to put a series that the best conversations happen when you talk 30% uh, and your customer talks 70%. Boom, right? Like now every salesperson needs to have that. Every sales manager needs to have that for like in your training. Let me read. Are you doing 30% or 70%? And, and based on, or they would say um, in every conversation, the, here are the three problems that people, this is why churn happens. The three problems why churn happens and they hear those keywords in it. So that is their content strategy. That is the one thing that made them stand out than anybody else. So the question is, I what is the one thing that Sprout Social has that nobody has? I, I couldn't figure it out yet. I love what you're saying there. And you literally, you just like, you echoed the whole thing I'm working on with my content team at Directive. I said, this is my same thing on belief on content. It's like, if you want to build an audience, you have to be able to say something no one else can say, right? Profit well did the same thing you're talking about, right? They used the product, the data they had from their users to communicate a value that no one else could communicate. You're yeah. gong doing it. Like how can Sprout Social publicize every week everything you should know around when to post, types of posts, lengths of posts, photos and posts, videos and posts, 
But I, you're right. I don't see them leveraging the fact that they have more data than anyone else on the market. Maybe that only it's their competitors or at least in the in-house person yeah. of why you need them. And I don't really see that. I think you're spot on. Yeah, I mean, I would create like a labs, like, you know, in there saying that this is a Sprout social lab where every week we provide, based on a hundred million plus posts that happens to their platform, the things that are, the, the time when, as you said, when, when things are getting posted, that gets the most engagement. They, they, don't, they can anonymous everything and create a much compelling map of everything on Twitter, on every social channel. Which social channel is great for what industries? Oh my God, the content strategy could just rock their world. And it's so shareable, right? Yeah. And people would consume okay. and yeah, share it to everybody. Okay. So we have five minutes. We're going to do this final thing, right? So we're going to call it the three pillars, right? So Sangram, Terminus, I'm sorry, man, you're gone. You're now the CMO at Sprout Social. Okay. <laughs> I'm fired. <laughs> I'm times I can't even count. <laughs> And you've obviously been here for all of 25 minutes and you got to go to the board and they say, Sangram, what are the three things we need to do with our marketing? In your mind, what are those three pillars that Sprout Social needs to do to go to that next level? So just top of mind, I will, uh, I imagine if you were to do this, if I were to do this, I'll humanize the brand. I feel like they are not humanizing the brand. It feels very much a techie space. Somebody in SaaS, Silicon Valley, just put the website together. There's even the people are cartoons. Like, no, you got yeah. real people doing real work. So let's just show the real work around this. So, yeah. so you can humanize the brand a lot more than the way they're doing it. Number yeah. two, I do really feel like the last part where I'll create labs or something because I'm sitting on a gold mine of data that nobody has in the world. So I would just take that and slice it in a very consistent manner and produce that to a point where people are going to pay me or pay us to, to actually hang out. You know what? We want to know and, and figure out a way to publish that. I would also probably create just one piece of content, not 100 pieces of content, but one piece of content that will be our anchor content for the year saying that this is the social media guide of the year based on all the research that they're doing every single week. And that's the only piece that I will make gated so that people want that, they wait for it, there's survey in it, there's results in it, there's more data analytics in it than any benchmark report you possibly can get. And I would make all my efforts about that one thing and get everybody excited about it. I love that. Now I'm gonna repeat that back and I'm gonna stop sharing my screen so that everybody, uh, so we can close this out. So. I'm going to use some other examples in the industry since I get to audit everything and I want to kind of bring this to life. Okay. So what I hear you saying is we need to humanize the brand like Gong, right? Yeah. We need to like drift like Gong. Like we need to bring the humans, the people, make it feel accessible since we are going for this like self-driven signup, right? Step one. Number two, we need labs for content. We need something like a profit well, something like you're talking about what Gong did, something where they have every week ongoing information that's like you could get this information for yourself if you had this product, right? Like everything you wish you got from LinkedIn, right? All of that at scale, informing users. And then lastly, this is in the ABM space, but so it came to my mind, something like Engageo, where you have something so good, like a piece of content that's so good that you can gate it. You can also turn it into a book, which I know you've done exceptionally well, right? And then you can leverage new distribution. Like Amazon is so big 
and none of our SaaS marketing is connecting to one of the largest audiences in the world. And like what you did there is brilliant, right? And so something, let's just say like Terminus did of taking something, a piece of content so good that you can create a category almost like you literally did like for your business around social. I love it. I mean, dude, you, I mean, the last part that you're talking about, I feel there's a lot of great content sitting on shelf that nobody has ever read. And the only reason it's saying there is, and, and there are a lot of people who work on it, they design it, they put all their heart and soul into it, but nobody ever reads it. Like ungate everything else in the world and gate just one thing that you get known for that people would tell everybody in the world. That changes the game. Because if you make it so good that it could be a book, that it's worth an email, that you can forward it to others, and you're not worried about creating you know, a guide for every product line or, and you're trying to do it. And then you end up with these like C plus to B minus. I know I've got them. I've got a library full of C plus to B minus content that I've created yes. because I've tried to do too much. Right. So that's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant advice. So thanks for being here for anyone who wants to follow you tune in. I know you do a ton of content, any kind of plugs you want to make. I know, man. I mean, one, I mean, love this. I want to be on it to just listen to this one next time. So I want to figure out how to do this. Uh, <laughs> second, uh, shout out to the person who did the make makeover and back. Man, I want to be that guy dancing right now. That's, <laughs> cool. uh, that, that's awesome. And and, uh, and yeah, you know, feel free to hit me up on LinkedIn. I enjoy connecting over there. Uh, I do my lives, as you know. But man, I don't think I do as cool as yours. So don't stop following this. If you have more time, follow me. But this is really cool. So thanks for having me. Cool. Hey, thanks for the kind words, everybody else. This is a SaaS Marketing Makeover, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.